Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another legendary episode of Top Tier Tactics, and today we got some busts on the way for that rookie draft that we're also waiting for. But how are you doing? I'm great. I'm ready to get into it. It's rookie time. It's, I love rookie time. Season. And I love bust time. But because there's always some mm. spiciness to bust, you know, because when we say he's going to be a bust, somebody who's listening is going to go, oh, no, he's not going to be a bust. He's great. But we're going to be right. Let's get into it. NFL headlines. All right. I'll let you start it off. So Zeke obviously got Corona. I think that's the headline of the day yeah. here. So why don't we just get into Corona? Is it going to affect the league? It, does this give an increase to Zeke? Is that a little spice right there? Yeah, so I, I was definitely thinking about that. So because he got Corona, the chances of him getting Corona again are very minimal. So I am more confident in in drafting him. Say, you know, I'm the second pick, third pick, and, you know, you're kind of flip-flopping on that. You're not really sure after McCaffrey's taken, of course. So you kind of have to think about that when you're drafting of, like, is is the player I'm looking at in a city that had a high Corona rate or does that player, you know, have, or is the city not have enough Corona? If you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be something you think about. Cause if your star player gets Corona, he's out a minimum two weeks of isolation. And then obviously there's going to be the adjustment period of when he does come back of getting back or used to game speed. So, uh, I think this year of fantasy is going to be extremely interesting once somebody actually gets Corona. If Corona is still around, there's going to be talks about if someone gets Corona, how long are they going to be out for? Um, Just think if a rookie gets Corona. I mean, if Joe Burrow gets Corona before he gets into training camp and he loses three to four weeks, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a, it's a decent amount of time. It's huge, especially because he's already missing time right now. He's not working with the receivers. He's not working with the playbook. He's not working with the coaches. He's not He's not getting that on-the-field reps that OTAs would present to him. So he's uh, rookies are already behind right now. Getting corona would only set them back so much farther. It's going to affect them. And for people who are not hard workers as rookies, and there there will be some. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there you go. Okay, Jamarcus Russell. Um, so it, it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt them that they're not in camp right now. They're not at the headquarters working out with the team, learning the playback playbook here, here and there, and doing some OTAs. It's going to affect them long term, especially if they're not doing all that stuff by themselves. Because when they're not watched, I mean, there are going to be people who take advantage of it, relax a little bit. You know, I got drafted. I got a little bit more money, and I'm going to relax. Yeah, but can you imagine yourself, like you're in the championship of fantasy football, and the guy you're going against who has McCaffrey got Corona and, and whoever has been carrying him on that team is now gone. I'm winning the championship then. Oh, that feels so good. But that also changes your draft strategy because 
a lot of people like stacking, stacking the receivers to tight ends, stacking, you know, the quarterbacks to receivers. They, they like matching up and pairing like people that have high percentage completion rates, such as Drew Brees to Michael Thomas, Wentz to Ertz, and then, and then you know, like Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. So, or you even might, Mahomes might, to Travis Kelsey. Exactly, <laughs> something like that. So you might, it might be a better draft strategy to not draft players on the same team just in case one gets corona chances are the other one has corona so we're so far ahead of the corona i know right here okay know. we're we're talking so far ahead of the corona but, but it's a realistic but it, possibility but it is hypothetical it's i mean definitely it, hypothetical. It, it could happen definitely hypothetical. um my question to you is okay if no one's going to otas we know wide receivers and tight ends take a usually take about two years or th almost three years sometimes to really get on the same page with their new quarterback or mm -hmm. their new offense in general if they stay all together is this going to even make it a little harder for these rookie wide receivers it's a very talented class to produce right away yeah i mean they've already had a hard time historically to produce year one this Correct. is going to I don't think it's going to set them back too much because mm -hmm. right now every NFL player is right now kind of sitting and relaxing. So, I mean, if it affects the rookies, I'm going to be optimistic then and say it's going to affect everybody. That yeah. being said, I, I just don't think it's going to be that bad. It's safer to say. Yeah. It's safe yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So why don't we get right into our rookie bus? Okay. So, you know, we like busts around here. And, you know, we love to argue. We, we absolutely love to argue. But honestly, I'm... I'm pretty happy with our picks. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I, mean? I wrote these down, and while I was writing them down, I felt like I was pretty confident that these guys are just going to be straight-up busts. And I guess I'll start it first. Just give it a start. Uh, Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Oh, you're, it says Van Jefferson. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to oh, see, see, oh, see. I just oh, wanted okay. you to yeah, like, flinch you, back at me. You, don't you ever talk yeah. about Justin Jefferson like that again. So We're going to have to stop. We're going to have to stop the <laughs> podcast. I can't do it. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Huh. Uh, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, wide receiver, Rams. I mean, while he got drafted by a good team, by a good coaching staff with a, you know, a semi-decent quarterback, depending on who you ask, He's just got he's got so much competition around him. I mean, you got Cooper Cup, who by the way is twenty seven, Woods twenty eight, and then Reynolds is twenty five. So they all have a year or two, and then probably will get re signed for another you know short term contract, whether it's one or two years. So you're you're holding on to Justin or Van Jefferson. Sorry, I almost said Justin Jefferson again. For you're you're holding him for a lot of for a long time, not knowing when or where. He'll get some playing time. I mean, Cooper Cup is is very good friends with Jared Goff. Yes. That connection is is true and will stick together as long as Cup is there. He's going to be a reception monster. I don't know how your feeling is, but th to me, Probably. that's a hundred percent. Higby seems definitely relevant in that offense as a tight end. Tight end exactly. uh, Robert Woods is a very good wide receiver. Probably one of the underrated wide receivers that we have the in NFL. there. Um, if Jared Goff is playing better and that offense gets to where they need to be at uh cup and woods are going to be that main point obviously exactly. and then josh reynolds is is no one to snare about he's a very talented wide receiver very tall. puts him you know he he might play on the outside a little bit more cooper cup maybe plays in the slot maybe they mix it up here and there he's going to be relevant to that offense and and kind of a little bit of a sleeper this year in my opinion mm -hmm. but there's not a lot of room for van jefferson to make this he he's a speedster he has some talent here and there I do not think it's going to work out well for him there. 
that is mm-hmm. it, I mean there's you, too many mouths to feed especially since they are a run first team uh, that just kind of cuts the, the the pie in a disproportionate way for him but the only silver lining is that one of them gets hurt uh, which which cup is a little injury prone woods is sometimes kind of a hit or miss uh, and Reynolds, he's still unproven, but he's just got a whole lot of potential to him. So, I mean, say one of them goes down, Van Jefferson is in an every-down role pretty much in that offense since they always run he's, the three wide receivers. He's still got to fight for that every-down role too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's That's not true. a guarantee, uh, but I'm not drafting Van Jefferson. No. I'm uh, not interested in he, Van he's Jefferson. A, he's, in my, he's in my little do-not-draft box no matter how far you drop. I mean, if you if – yeah, it depends how Fair deep enough. the league is. But, yeah, uh, next one is a very good one. You want to say the name? Oh, um, I'll, I'll try. Laviska Shenvolt Shenault Jr. There we go. I think I got it. How's that? We're just going to over. And we're going to overlook okay. that. Okay, thank we're you. We're going to overlook thank that. Thank you. Um, wide receiver for the Jaguars. You know, you have DJ Chark there, 6'4". I mean, played great last year. He did have a little bit of a decline, but, I mean, he's, at the end of the year, good wide receiver. D.D. Westbrook, talented wide receiver. Do we think Minshew is going to be the quarterback there? Nah, I mean, no. we have question marks at quarterback. We have question marks at the whole organization, in my opinion. Uh, that team is not happy with a lot of – well, the players are not happy with the organization at all, it seems like. And they seem like they're sending – Wanted to trade Fournette. They're trying to send tra- uh, very talented players away. I don't think it's going to work out for him. And he had a core injury that he's injury prone. Yeah. He, if you're already injury prone coming out as a wide receiver, coming out to a team with a questionable quarterback, questionable team, uh, I just don't see any draft value out of it. I mean, they still have Conley. They still have Chark. They still have D.D. Westbrook. Uh, and and you're gonna become the potential next Kevin White, possible. Uh, it's a very good take. I, I don't I don't know where he fits on your team to the point where you could just stash him for so long because he he's already hurt right now and he's going to miss a section of his rookie year due to that injury and that surgery and through all that whole rehab process. So I don't know how long you're willing to stash him. I mean, if he pans out, he pans out for you. But I, I don't. You could stash him for so long. He does remind me of Kevin White. You know, um, when Amari Cooper and Kevin White came out, I was a Amari Cooper fan. You know, he's still a very good receiver. I'll give you that. Kevin White, everyone was talking about intangibles, intangibles, intangibles. The more polished wide receiver was Amari Cooper. That is a fact that shows right now. My opinion on wide receivers, I want a polished guy. Justin Jefferson is a polished guy. Chenault is not. <laughs> He is an athletic wide receiver with very good potential. And wide receiver coaches would love to work with him. Does not mean he's going to be fantasy relevant anytime soon. And in my opinion, he's already injury prone. It's not going to happen. He's going to be, he's probably my top bust. Really? My opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely fair to say because when is he going to get the chance to play? It's just going to be so long. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, exactly. they'll they'll probably work him in here and there on gadget plays, try to get him in when he gets back and if he's healthy and if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to work into that role. And Chark and D.D. Westbrook are not. 
slouches. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Chark is a very good young wide receiver, which looks like he could try to push for a number one spot on that team. And D.D. Westbrook's been around for a while. You know, he's going to be relevant. He's not going to be anything special, but he will be there making plays and, and be relevant for that team. Yeah, and if you're a gadget player type of person, then you're just going to be you're just not going to be fantasy relevant. So uh, I don't see a roster spot worth holding for an injury prone wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just the Jaguars are. Just seem like a dumpster fire. Yeah, they definitely are a dumpster fire. But, yeah. I mean, when you have Minshew at quarterback, then I think you're a little okay with it. I love, dude. Minshew mania. Minshew mania. Is he the starter for half the season at least? Yeah, for half the season, yeah. No I mean, what's the worst case scenario? I mean, either he's good and the team can build around him or they tank and then, then they go for a quarterback next year. So it's it's really a win-win for the Jaguars at this point with Minshew at quarterback. I like it. Do we want to get into anything else? Uh, do you have anything else for us regarding busts, or can I just say Henry Ruggs is going to be a bust? And just, just, just say it. I know you want to say it. I mean, let's face it. Raiders wide receiver core is cursed, and I, I've, I've repeatedly said this, and I'm repeatedly proven correct over and over and over again. You've said this three times. Yes, <laughs> somewhere around there said it i've made my point my point has been absolutely proven so henry ruggs okay let's hear it give me a rating in in the wide receivers just rookie wide receivers will be he be a top five rookie wide receiver because he hmm. are we assuming he's healthy we're assuming he's healthy okay but so. if he's not healthy the question is the same is he going to be a top five wide receiver okay. for rookies? Okay, yeah, yeah. if he is healthy and he starts week one, yes. Yeah, he's going to be top five probably. Top three. That's fair. Top two. Yeah, he has potential. I could see it. I mean, do I think <laughs> if he stays healthy and doesn't get stitches, clearly he was snitching on somebody. Snitches get stitches. He had to have. I mean, how do you get stabbed in the thigh? Um, First of all, why are you helping someone move? <laughs> Come on, man. Just, just, just pay just somebody. Just pay somebody. Just pay somebody. Man. Dude, you have millions of dollars now. You, just, you signed a contract. that literally Call me. I'll help you move. I won't. Okay. Clearly, you don't know how to do it properly. <laughs> um, other than that, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think we went over everything we need to. On the sleepers. Next episode, we're definitely going to go... I mean, on the bust, sorry. I said sleeper. On the next episode, we're definitely going to go over the sleepers. So you want to be sure to hit the subscribe button right there. Hit the hit like, the like button. button, of course. It's, it's, I think it's like right over here. But most importantly, leave a comment down below because I just want to yell at you and debate you guys a little bit because you probably don't agree with my picks. See you next time. Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 